Good afternoon, and welcome to Vintage Orange here on KUCI 88.9 FM. I am Ellen Bell, and I'm happy to be with you. Happy to be um, relatively healthy and back. I'm sorry to have missed last week. I had the um, the plague that was going around, the, the throat coughing or horribleness and instead of uh, sharing this froggy voice with you um, the girls definitely came in a little early and helped me out and subbed in and so happily I have a voice again thank you and I am here talking Orange County history and I have invited uh, my friend who is coming and she was lovely enough to also postpone uh, at the last minute and come in a week later so I have a friend here who um, does something that I admire tremendously she volunteers she is a volunteer docent at Arden, which is the Helena Majeska home in San Diego Canyon area. And I had, would like to welcome, I'm going to say your name perfectly, Dorota Plazuski Moneymaker. How'd I do? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad that you are here and uh, made the trek. And so, Dorota, we, we are friends, full disclosure. I've known you. I, I don't even want to admit how long it's been because our kids have grown up and all of this. We are old theater friends. Yes, we and, are. <laughs> and I think it's actually really appropriate that somebody who is around theater and, and loves the theater would be a, a tour guide and a docent because there's a little bit of theater involved in that and speaking and presenting. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. It is uh, standing in front of people, telling them, um, some information about an actress, actually. Yeah, also. yeah, even more perfect. Exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about that famous actress. Helena Majeska is somebody that, you know, you hear her name come, in, come up in Orange County history. There are obviously areas and, and sites, Majeska Peak, Majeska Canyon. And so people may not necessarily, newcomers to Orange County may not know what this Majeska is. So please tell me, who was Helena Majeska? Helena Majeska was an actress, a Shakespearean actress uh, from Poland. She immigrated to the United States in 1876 after having had a major career in Poland. Um, Poland at this time being uh, occupied, partitioned by three other uh, countries, Prussia, Austria, and um, uh, uh, Russia, Prussia and Austria. Uh, she felt like she didn't have enough freedom and everything was censored and uh, she just wanted to leave and perform. Or actually the first idea was not to perform, to have land, to have a ranch, to change countries, change. So she wanted to kind of escape the environment, exactly. Escape the performance the and, political the, the, oppression. And, and the oppression there. And she wanted this freedom. And so she and her husband... They came here, and what was the purpose of coming? That's what, how they came to Orange County, right? Is this Correct. The purpose was actually to have a ranch on land, which was back then cheap. And mm -hmm. uh, her husband, uh, Count Bozenta Hwapowski, uh, was dreaming to own his own land and thought he could have a farm, a ranch, with uh, everything that belongs to it. But uh, unfortunately, that didn't go so well. It was too dry. It was... Uh, too hard after sure. a few months only they abandoned that idea well I, I uh, just to stop on that story a little bit I love the idea because it was they weren't just coming the two of them they were coming with a group of other artists wasn't that true that is true so it was kind of like this almost they wanted to create this utopian artists living off the land kind of a place correct right? utopia yes exactly if one of the friends was actually Henrik Sienkiewicz, which was the uh, Nobel Prize uh, laureate in 
1905. So these were some incredibly gifted artists. Yes. And not so gifted farmers. Correct. That's exactly right. <laughs> Which, you know, I love that because it was this wonderful like dream that they had and obviously artists are dreamers and they kind of envisioned this, you know, beautiful place in this moderate Mediterranean climate where they would be able to grow anything and then reality hits. Yes. And they have to to, you know, struggle with that, but they didn't let them let it stop. It was certainly it didn't let Helena Majeska stop her. What happened after they kind of run into this roadblock? They're they're Ranching dreams aren't working out. So then what does she do? She says, okay, I have to try and continue acting, this time in English. She didn't right. speak English when she uh, had that plan. So she learned English. She loved Shakespeare, though. So she saw a, a light at, a, at the end of the tunnel here, combining her passion with another passion, with yet another passion, languages. She spoke multiple languages, so... She uh, was very passionate about learning English, and so she did. She went to San Francisco, she learned English, she auditioned for a role. At first they thought, what is, who is she? They didn't know anything about right. her. They actually turned her down for the first um, uh, interview audition, but then shortly after they saw her perform, and even with her broken English and with her Polish accent that she never lost throughout her career, she mesmerized everybody right away. And yeah. she, that's the beginning of her American career. And then she became just a big star all over again here. Yes. And, you know, I try and tell people about her, and it's hard to imagine because she was an epic star. I mean, she was incredibly, incredibly popular and famous, really, uh, in her day. Oh, yes. This is pre-motion picture, pre-Hollywood, yeah. so one cannot really uh, see or uh, we don't have any recordings of it but we're talking Mary, Meryl Streep yeah. you know in sp specifically in dramatic roles she performed in at least 12 Shakespearean roles and that was especially for a woman with an accent uh, just something unprecedented and they so say that she was her th her thing was not so much her voice because um, obviously she struggled with the language at first and, right. and still had the accent and things but, but that she was such an emotive expression yes. that she just could captivate with her own expressions and the emotion and her portrayals were so incredible that they just blown everybody away. Exactly, which shows us really it's it's what you do and how you emit your energy and how you move is where the grace and the uh, elegance come from, not necessarily from how you speak it or exactly what language you exactly. speak, which she, she must have mastered. She just, I mean, she like I said, everywhere she went, she was heralded as as a great star. And in a day before media and, uh, you know, any kind of... It, it's really just hard to imagine it. But she would go places and they would throw festivals and all these things for her. They created... They named Candy after her. The Majeskas. The oh, Chosmas. yes, yes. What was some of the things that happened as she would tour through the country and perform in these great roles? Oh, she would, she would be just welcomed everywhere. She was on 27 tours she was she had uh, the railroad just had started and mm -hmm. she had her own private car one of i believe the first celebrity that owned her private car traveled the country from you know new york uh, new york's theaters to the opera houses uh, uh, and saloons in between and everywhere it was just like they would welcome uh, a celebrity each time and they, people would just go on the street and want to see her and then go to the theater. It was She was just 
from what we read, just amazing. An, an incredible, famed star. And so she she's traveling around the world. How does she end up back here with a connection in Orange County? What happened then? Her husband and Henrik Sienkiewicz, the writer, um, they did excursion, horseback excursion, during the time when they were still in, in, oh, An- okay. in Anaheim. And they uh, ran into uh, San Diego Canyon, this beautiful valley, and met uh, one of the homesteaders, uh, Joseph Pleasant. And friendship developed. They went more to visit. And we're talking no no roads. This is what oh, I find yeah. so amazing. You know, <laughs> I just hope to do half an hour and I'm up in, in, in Santiago Canyon, but this is on horseback, no roads. So just amazing. But they kept falling in love in with this area, Santiago Canyon, especially the valley where her home is now. It says, uh, she says in her book, it reminded her of the mountainous area uh, areas in Poland. Zakopane, she was from Krakow, so this is mm-hmm. a few hours south from when she was, loved the mountains. So this friendship developed between the homesteader, uh, Joseph Pleasant, and them. Slowly, they bought pieces of his property. They became friends. Eventually, they bought the entire property. And then eventually, they built their home, or uh, Stanford White built mm-hmm. their home, the mm-hmm. famous famous architect. Um, leaving the original homestead there, so the home is built onto what was originally the Pleasant's homestead, which is quite quite amazing. And today we call it Majeska Canyon, of course, Correct. since that time. But it is a kind of a meandering pl- way to get back there. I mean, you have to really make a commitment to go visit Arden, which yes. is still there today. The good news is that's where you volunteer. This beautiful home that Stanford White built uh, is just, it, it's like a little fairy tale cottage. I mean, it's its not little. It's a, it's a sizable home, but it has this just um, romantic, charming quality quality to it and it's under these live oak trees yes. that are just yes. giant it's, in the canopy of the shade it's, it's really like a fairy tale almost when you and there's something very magical in the air those live oaks it forms this valley around the creek it's um it's like Hansel and Gretel a little yes, bit or, yes. or Arden because she named it after the Arden and as you like it right so it is play, a, an so. homage to that uh, play the Shakespearean forest setting in as you like exactly. it but it is such a charming place and so once you've kind of found your way back through the canyon and yes. wound your way out first of all you can't believe that you're still in Orange County yes I you know, agree you, you yes. feel like you're out different and a hundred years back because exactly. there's all of a sudden no cell reception um, luckily today we have electricity but back then of course there was yeah. no electricity no plumbing no nothing and so you can you really get the feel there is no better museum to go to uh, there is no museum that can recreate what you right. actually experience and live and feel when you go there and you see the house and because you're right uh, the you sights s- and the sounds and yes. the breeze I mean it's very she peaceful she loved nature she loved trees and she, she used to uh, recite her roles outside even in Poland she liked to go through the parks in Krakow which are beautiful and recite her roles so you can see how she did this here and she had to learn a lot by heart i mean she Mm. had multiple performances a weekend uh, trying to support this whole company the acting company and uh so yes so nine months out of the year she traveled only about three or four months she was here in arden 
and then of course she had to sew her own costumes mm. she uh, did ev- she was so multi woman. and and and, yes. and just a woman who was not um you know you could you could use the word diva because she was this you know actress of of great uh, ability and you know obviously everyone loved her and gave her the attention but she was not a diva in the sense that she expected things to be done for her I'm she, glad you you point that out she was yes. you know uh, she like you said when, and especially when, when I understand when she was at Arden when she was there on her break she's doing the cooking she's yes. you know she had a son so she's She's mom. Yes, I mean, she did have help. Obviously, people had to take care of the house when she was gone. Right. But she loved to cook. Yes, she was a hands-on woman. She was sewing. She was creating and sewing her own Mm -hmm. costumes. She wrote a wonderful book while she was uh, recovering from a minor stroke. She wrote this beautiful children's book with beautiful illustrations. She sewed her own little dolls out of leftover scrap costumes. She would sew little dolls for her uh, later grandchildren. She would lace. She would... uh, create beautiful lace collars um it just uh, you name it i mean she she really filled her time with, and, and with wonderful things and also she helped a lot she did a lot of charity in the area she actually started her career with char- with a charitable performance and ended with a, a charitable charitable f- performance so she that's why the, the early pioneers of orange county loved her so much too. A, so not a very only generous yes, woman. very generous and and generous with her gifts and generous with her heart and her, with her family and everything was very very important to her yes and so arden was really her retreat in every sense Correct. of the word it was it got her off the road it was a place where she could be quiet and peaceful yes. and kind of fill the well a little bit you know artistically yes very much and, so and recharge and you can really get a sense of that when you go there and fortunately for all of us history lovers uh, it is still there in a beautiful condition and when you uh, well I'll let you tell me so what it when we come on a tour to Arden what would I find there well, you will find uh, beautifully dressed docents in Victorian style clothing, <laughs> of first course, of all, very of knowledgeable course. ladies. That goes without saying, <laughs> who uh, who are dressed in these wonderful hats and, and outfits to uh, enhance the experience, so to speak. Um, you will find uh, the house. We will walk you through the house. We will. Um, the house has quite a bit of history. It was. As I said a little bit already, uh, it was built, added to Joseph Pleasant's homestead. Then it was uh, uh, created by um, uh, oh, the famous architect White, and then it was Majeska's. Majeska, then a, a investment group bought it. It became a bed and breakfast, a mm. vacation place. It was actually one of advertised as one of. California's premier uh, cabins and vacation places. Af- this is after sure, Majeska passed sure. away. Then, so we refer um, uh, to the house in place during this time as the bed and be- breakfast time from about 1909 to the early 20s. Then, um, uh, James Walker, the founder of Farmers and Merchants Bank, purchased the home and uh, luckily took wonderful care of it, actually protected it one time from the fire. So um, kept it until the 80s, until the county took it over. So you, you, we will tell you all about this history, what you find there. You find paintings of her also. You find some furniture. We tried to, we, by the way, is the Hanena Mojeska Foundation. I am one of the members of the foundation. And we help the county preserve 
the the house and uh, we give tours so we are in conjunction we work in conjunction with the county to uh to keep the place as nice as it is Mm -hmm. and uh so yes so there is you'll see the well you see the house you see some furniture that are period most furniture is not original as period appropriate um, you'll see the fairy tale room. You see the the book that she drew and wrote. Mm-hmm. Not all of it, only a few pages. The rest is in the New York Museum. You will see um, uh, beautiful furniture and how she, where she walked, and uh, the kitchen. Yeah. So a lot of. It, it is interesting, it, and she's all over it. I mean, it, you know, some of the furniture may not be all the exact original pieces. It, no, some are, yes. but not all of them. We, but we tried, yeah. But, but you really do f- feel her there, and I always love when you go to a historic place and that you know the h- famous person that lived there or whatever. Imagining what their view was like out the window, you know, like I always think. You know, maybe they didn't sit on this chair or whatever, but they looked out this window. This is what they saw. This is where they walked. You yes. know, and, and and with her, if you go out in the gardens and there's these lovely little pathways, and yes. you mentioned that's where she would walk and yes. recite her her scripts and memorizing. And gosh, you can go down the same path. It's it's very much the way it was when she was there. And yes, um, yes. That's just a really great and treat. It's it's difficult to um, show without again movies and, mm-hmm. and, and and recorded performances. What what in how she connected two continents, how she was beloved by the early pioneers in Orange County. Um, that's mainly why uh, this is one of two national landmarks mm-hmm. in Orange County. Uh, that's right. Yeah. So that's right. It's uh, you know people think oh it's just an actress no n- not just an actress it was it, she was just so much more for she meant so much more for the people yeah how she uh, how they enjoyed her what she did for them and how uh, she just elevated art and acting especially for women to a completely different and level. she never let anything stop her you know Correct. whether it was whether language financial or language yeah no, exactly no light no water she no we're gonna sew and act her. and write a book and draw i feel always like a lazy person when i leave <laughs> that place because well, i yeah don't you this is the point where don't you wish you could get in that time machine and yes. you know spend an afternoon with her and um first of all see a performance I think yes. you know you can only read so much about what it would have been like in these descriptions, but it would have been wonderful to be able to to hear her recite or see her performing. But then just to to get to talk with her, I mean, she really was a formidable woman, and a, a woman of her time, very much of her time, um, but in many ways very much ahead of her time uh, doing things that women just were not didn't have the courage or the ability or you know just the the gumption (laughs) to do and uh, so yeah she'd want to be one of those people you you know the mystery dinner like who would you invite to dinner in time and I'd love to have her (laughs) you know put her at the table that would be that would be amazing so you know I wanted part of the reason why I asked you here too Dorota is I'm I want to encourage people who have some love for history or are just curious about some of these historic sites how they can get involved because I think becoming a docent sometimes people are, are nervous about it they think oh you know I'm not good at public speaking or I could never learn all that history you know what why did you become a docent first of all what brought you to your volunteering experience at Arden 
I finally, after many years living in Orange County, said, I have to go and look at that place and visit it. <laughs> really, in 2013, I, I think it was. Um, I am Polish. Uh, I raise, I teach my children the Polish language. I love preserving our Polish culture. And I always heard living here uh, in Orange County, this name, Mojeska, it just kept coming up. Never had time. Kids were small, busy with work, all these things. So finally, in 2013, I said, we are going. So we did. And um, I learned, I, I didn't know anything. And it. I just connected with this right away. Of course, mainly because our similar path, not mm -hmm. to even compare myself to Mojeska, but she's... I, I am originally from Poland, grew up in Germany, moved to the United States. So I have already three languages that I speak that that I have in common with her. And I just thought, oh, my God, this is somebody from a town where I was born that was here with this m major writer that my mom always taught me about, Henrik Sienkiewicz. He was here mm -hmm. only half an hour where I'm living. So and I was actually still there with my dad, who was still alive and my mom and so my mom looked at me and said, see, these are these are the people we talked to you about, we told you about. <laughs> So there was simply no excuse for me now not to get involved and to talk about it and get my kids involved somehow, at least tell them, wow, look, this is, this is, this is how it all connects. So, so how did you take the step to becoming a docent? Um, I just volunteered. I said, can I, how can I do this? And uh, I was given some facts and uh, I started learning from the other wonderful docents. I was shadowing them. Mm -hmm. You can shadow as... as as long as you feel comfortable and it's really it sounds more difficult than it is you really tell them what you know they are so appreciative people are so appreciative of just learning a little bit uh, uh, about her and it was becoming more and more fun for me to talk about her and given also the political situation which is kind of always in Poland sure. there's always something going on so uh, so I just said I would like to be a docent and you get materials and you come when you can you learn it when you can it's very easy and we always welcome welcome volunteers and docents we would love to have more and it's just a lot of fun and I can give you the web page or please, the phone please, number perfect timing yes uh, so the tours are Wednesdays and Saturdays at 10 a.m. Admission is $5 per person, but advance reservations are required. So we know how many docents we need to dispatch so for need to each day. So you call in advance and just make exactly. a, tell them you're coming. There is a phone number that I'm going to give and a uh, web page. It, it's through OC Parks, through the county that one needs to do the reservation. So the phone number is 949-923-2230 or www.ocparks.com. Perfect. And what I do, too, is I put all of the information from I'll have from this show and all of the shows that I have um, on my website, Vintage Orange, uh, KUCI blogspot.com. So you can find it there and I'll have links to this as well. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's it's that's when you get ownership of something when you connect with something is when you volunteer that's how you can actually start to feel invested and uh, I think when you have something that you, like you share is your personal story you have a personal connection uh, it makes it those are the people that keep these things alive you know if there aren't volunteers yes I these these places shut down I mean there is some funding there is some admission but it runs on volunteer power oh yes and especially the foundation we run exclusively on donations we are the ones to kind of match the furniture and keep 
uh, keep uh, a lot of things authentic and do uh, public outreaches in various places. And also, it, it, it allowed me to learn about Orange County. After all, this is my uh, my third country or second country. I immigrated to Poland, Germany, Germany, California. Uh, that would be the best way for me to learn about its history mm. through a person like Mojeska. So I learned a lot about California and, and so Orange County. So it, that that was the other. So it made you appreciate your home exactly. Too, which is my new home exactly. And you learned even more exactly. about a place you thought you already knew. Yes. And there's it, always oh, surprises. There's always so much more to learn. Yes. And I understood more how she, why she loved California so much because it's just truly a beautiful place to live in. I agree. Well, so what's your what's your favorite part? If you could think of when you're given a tour, what's something that just really you love? Is, is there a place in the tour or like? A, a moment on the tour that people kind of, um, you know, light up or whatever, something that really, when, when you leave there, you're like, okay, I'm really glad I came to work today. This is, this is what I do it for. Oh, too many details probably, but probably the fairy tale room. When I talk about when she finally seemingly you would think would have nothing to do because she's recovering from a stroke. But here you see these beautiful drawings and this book written in, in, in both Polish and English for her grandson uh, with these intricate illustrations. And some of it is this mechanical bird uh, that looks like it was it's out of Star Wars. And you just it just hits you. Oh, my God. You know, she just she just had it so in her. She couldn't. I, I, she couldn't let go, and uh, that's probably one of one of my favorite things. When they wow, they say wow, she she also could draw, and <laughs> she could do she everything. Says, yes, she could draw. <laughs> so that's that's one example. So. Well, I I appreciate you coming in today, Dorota. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you and, for having me. It was a pleasure. And and I understand you do you do you do some of the tours sometimes in Polish. Yes, do I do them in Polish or German. Do you have people coming that request that? Yes, I had. Two tours, I think. Uh, there's a Polish school in Yorba Linda that uh, requested a tour in Polish, and I haven't given one in German yet. But if family All or right. tourists the come, the challenge, I'm the gauntlet good. has been thrown down. All anybody yes. wants a tour in German, you are the person. Certainly, that's that's awesome that you can do that. Mm -hmm. What a wonderful gift you can give there. But but thank you for coming in today. But mostly just thank you for your, the time that you do. I, I give there at Arden, and I am I've taken the tour, but I have not taken yours. Okay. So we're going to arrange that because I, I, I want to get see it through your eyes as well. So thank you very much. Thank you. Ellen. And thank you to all of you for listening to Vintage Orange this week on KUCI 88.9 FM here in Irvine. I am Ellen Bell. Happy to have been with you today and I will see you next week.